Hey, hello everybody. This is Mr. Tulitami, your host, and I am Professor Robinson McCallister, the commentator, and you are listening to On the Corner because that's where we talk things over. This podcast is totally dedicated to those who got stuck at the intermediate level and would like to improve listening skills. And we all know that if you improve listening skills, what will happen, Professor? Obviously, if you improve listening skills, you will improve also your speaking skills. All right. And that's it. Professor, uh, what are we going to talk about today in this podcast? Professor, well, we are going to talk about ethics, and uh, we're going to talk about you know, being a criminal. All right, being a criminal. Oh my goodness! Yes, and speaking of criminal, we have had today. Okay, let's not talk about it. I think you had better not talk about it. <laughs> yes, Professor. Here we go. So, Professor, you told me that you had eight questions to ask me, right? Yes, I have eight questions to you, and those questions you have to promise me that you are going to uh, to you're going to answer these questions honestly. Okay, okay. I promise. I cross my heart. <laughs> I cross my heart that I will. I'll say the truth, nothing but the truth. Okay, here we go. I have eight questions to you. Okay, go ahead. Jatulio, uh, have you ever stolen anything from a shop? Uh, yes, Professor. I gotta confess to you that. But this was long ago when I was a child. Okay. Have you ever taken something from your place of work or study, some paper or a pen? I'm afraid I have to confirm. Yes, I have. Have you ever photocopied something at work or university without permission? Um, yes, Professor, I have. Have you ever not paid in a car park when you should have done? No, this I, I can. You know, I can brag about it. I can really say that. You know, proudly say that I have never, never left a parking lot without paying it. Okay. Have you ever sent a private email while you were at work or used the office phone? Uh, yeah, we do that a lot in Brazil. Actually, it's it's not a crime. Uh, yeah, we tend to use the email on the phone and, and not in the computer, uh, in the the office computer. Okay. Have you ever kept something that you found? Yes, I have. I have found something. Uh, I, I found something. I kept with myself, but I can tell you, I can justify I there was nobody around and there was no identification. But I have already found a lot of things, a bunch of things that I returned to the to the, for example, to the reception desk or stuff like that. Okay, so have you ever not declared something you should have done on your tax form? No, this is something that I have never really done. Okay, have you ever broken any traffic laws, the speeding or parking, perhaps? <laughs> yes, I have. I have I've already gotten a ticket, uh, a speeding ticket, and also breaking uh, the the traffic law because I crossed the, the red line and I got a ticket. 
So what what does that mean, Professor? Why are you asking me all these these questions? Am I a criminal if I have done some of these things? Well, you're not a criminal, but there is a term for that. For a person, for example, if you break up a speeding, or if you break a traffic law by speeding or a parking ticket, it's a, it's a misdemeanor in the United States. You can say that you are you have a misdemeanor, and um, that doesn't make you a criminal, of course. All right, and I okay. So this is misdemeanor is. It's just a, a small uh, law-breaking attitude, something like this. Yes, exactly. In the States, in the United States. Okay, and um, what about you, Professor? Have you ever stolen anything from a shop? Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely not. Okay, I got it, I got it. Okay, I, I have a story here, Professor, and I'm going to read it to you. And then we can talk about it, all right? Okay, go ahead. Tell me the story. Okay, the story is about um, a girl called Roberta, Roberta Johnson. Uh, she is a 35-year-old woman, and she's a cleaner and in a bank. I'm not going to quote names here, the bank names or stuff, but she was jailed for 10 months for the theft of... Um, incredible sixty thousand dollars from the bank and she found the safe open one morning and uh she took the money <laughs> in what she described to the court as a moment of madness as a crazy moment and then she flew to the bahamas <laughs> <laughs> and where she started spending the money and it, it's incredible because you don't if you have never have you ever been to bahamas professor no i have never been to bahamas but i have a student from bahamas and sometimes we have class online and he shows me some some things from the bahamas all right so you, you know that there is not a lot of there are not a lot of things to do in the bahamas <laughs> <laughs> and she went there and to, she flew to the Bahamas and she spent part of the money, obviously. Uh, but two days later, she she got stricken with guilt. And then she returned to the United States, to Miami, to the Miami police, promising that she would pay back the money she had already spent. Um, the judge said that her crime demanded an immediate prison sentence. And her lawyer described the sentence as hard as, uh, and, and, she, and, and said that she would be appealing. So uh, what, what drives a person to commit a crime like that? Is this a crime? Obviously, it is a crime. All right. It's a crime of theft, and it is a crime. Uh, but uh, putting the girl in, putting the woman in, in, in jail, is, is, isn't that too strong? Uh, so you have to understand that it was a crime. And since it was a crime, a crime is a crime. And justice is justice. And then she had to go to jail. Right. But she said that she, it was a moment of madness. It was a moment of cra a crazy moment. What drives a person to do that? It's important to understand here is that if the person doesn't have any tendencies in, in, in committing a crime, this person will never commit a crime. So a moment of madness, 
like that. It might be something related to the personality and the character. And maybe she had never had an opportunity like that before. So the justice in that case, they'd had better to keep an eye on this woman because if she was able to do that for the very first time, she will be able to do the same thing for the very second time. Okay, I got it. Then, Professor, I have another story. Want to hear? Yes, go ahead, please. I'll be listening to you. Okay, two boys handed in in a, a supermarket carrier bag, like a plastic bag containing uh, $2,000 in cash. They were praised by the police yesterday. I'm not going to quote names. Uh, an, uh, an 11-year-old boy and an 8-year-old boy, they found the plastic bag in a bush on their way to school and took it to the local police station. So the police station identified the bag from uh, other contents as belonging to a local social worker. So the boys were given a reward of $200, which represents pretty much a damn percent, which they are intending to spend on football shirts and computer games. So the question now, Professor, is if the boys had kept the money, would anybody have found out? I don't think so, but uh, the boys did the right thing, obviously, and I think that they were rewarded accordingly as well. Now, $200 is 10%, isn't it? Obviously. Okay, so do you think that reward was, in that case, $200? 11-year-old and an 80-year-old, isn't it a little bit too much? No, I think that this social worker, because, you know, social workers are usually very... Uh, tender-hearted people they are usually generous people people who care about people and then when they found out what that the boys were tender-hearted as well they this person just wanted to to simply pay back with generosity okay but if the money if the money the boys found had been yours professor would you have given them a reward <laughs> <laughs> Obviously not $200. I would pay something like $25 to each one of them, and the total would be $50. Okay. <laughs> I got to confess to you. I think that $25 to each one of them would be a, a good reward. Yes, that's it. So uh, how about the woman, the other woman, uh, Miss Johnson? Uh, she, how did she think she would get away with her crime? Do you remember? Well, according to what you read, uh, she, when she said that she had a moment of madness, she thought that the judge would look at her and think, oh, poor woman, well, let's give her a chance. <laughs> yes, that's right. But do you think that her prison sentence was too lenient too harsh or about right? Why? Well, as I told you, as I, as I have already told you, I think that the sentence was right because a crime is a crime and she stole a lot of money because $60,000 is a lot of money and she should be aware of the fact that she committed a crime. Of course, that you have a lawyer. If she has a lawyer, she the lawyer will appeal to to the court and maybe that's the reason she can 
uh, go to a psychiatrist or to a psychologist to uh, prove that she has mental problems or things like those that usually, you know, happens in Brazil. And then she can not get away with with the crime, but to be uh, um, to be punished somehow, to do something to society in in exchange. All right. So, what would you have done with the money in each situation, Professor? Well, to tell you, it's very very simple. Uh, if I were the janitor, the cleaner, walking in the bank, I would never even look at the safe uh, uh, in the bank. I would tell immediately, I would call the manager, the bank manager, and inform the bank manager that the door was open. And as if I were like one of the two boys, I would certainly take the money, take the plastic bag with money inside to the police, to the local police station, because if it's not yours, it's not yours. Okay, but there is a sentence that goes like this: a "Minders, uh, what what is it? Is a uh, finders keepers? I I don't know exactly. I don't remember. Uh, well, if you found something, it, as I told you, it does not belong to anyone. You can keep with yourself, but you have to understand one thing: it's up to you to deal with." the consequences, to bear the consequences, not with the authorities only, but with your conscience. Okay. Finders keepers, losers weepers. Yes, I remember that. Okay, that's right. Okay, guys. So, thank you very, 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 very much for being with us. Uh, we were talking about being a criminal or not being a criminal. I hope you have enjoyed. This podcast is totally dedicated to those who got stuck at the intermediate level. And... What about you? What is your opinion? Would you have stayed with the money if you were one of the boys? So, send us a comment down below. You can do that right away if you will. And if you are a teacher, you can use this podcast in your classes so that you can have a panel discussion with your students. Thank you very much, Professor. It's always a pleasure to tell you. All right. Thank you very much, everybody. Bye-bye. See you next time.